You're listening to Paint the Town Podcast with your hosts. L.A. Street Art Gallery resident artist, teacher, and founder of L.A. Street Art Gallery, James Chen of Episode 145. Good to see you, man. Yeah, dude. I'm a little, uh, I'm a little bothered, man. What's um, going on? Well, you know, uh, the, uh, you know, the, one of the big things that happened recently is the, uh, the, the Royals, the Harry and Meghan, were, uh, oh, they go yeah, for Winfrey, uh, you know, uh, interview and dude, you know, I mean, it's, it's pretty harsh. The way yeah. the family was treating Megan, you know, she has no reason to lie about this shit. Well, you know, and it's just, it's really, um, I, you know, who really pissed me off and he finally got his fucking serving a day is Piers Morgan. You know what? Fuck that guy. Piers, fuck you. You got a problem with me? Come up on me, dude. You don't want to. Um, anyway, he just, you know, he, he got to meet her and then she was too nice to him and then he started getting kind of crazy with her. So she ghosted him and then he just started getting just, you know, saying all kinds of horrible, horrible things about her, you know, trying to say that, you know, she's just trying to, you know, make the family look bad, make the, the you know, the crown look bad and, you know, doesn't believe what she's saying and everything. And, and um, he, uh, the weatherman on Good Morning Britain <laughs> called him out on it. He's like, you know, dude, I, I just, you know, I'm sitting here listening to you just going off on her, you know, and, and, I know you guys, maybe you were friends at once, but then, you know, not anymore. And, you know, I just, I, I've never heard her say anything about you, but you just, you know, you, you're always going off on her and this, that, and the other. And he goes, you know what, that's it. I'm, I'm, I'm out of here. Nope, can't tell you. And so Piers Morgan walked off the set. Oh, wow, okay. And was okay. let go by Good Morning Britain. And oh. I'm so happy because fuck that guy. What an asshole. I mean, Piers Morgan, you don't deserve to work anywhere, okay? <laughs> not, not in broadcast. Fucking well, asshole. Well, okay, so so just I'm, just I'm gonna do a street piece. I'm gonna this this is inspired me to do a, a, a piece on the street. So um, I don't usually mention things before I do them, but uh, yeah, something's gonna come out of this. Well, okay, so I mean, no, I think the most uh, uh, the troubling thing that I learned in just reading about it, I didn't bother um, to listen to it, but just reading about it was like they're very concerned about like how dark the skin of. Yeah, would be man. Yeah, that was one of the conversations that that uh, you know Harry had to have with one of the royals. He's not saying who it is, uh, which is you know uh, very uh, very cool of him. Um, but you know, that's it's just ridiculous, dude. Yeah, and it's fucked up. But I mean, okay, here's another thing. I mean, um, I, I, it's kind of like you know I, I also read this one thing that she didn't know to like curtsy like before the queen or something like that, right? And then I guess that's the tradition to have to curtsy for the queen, you know? And then um, and then she was saying like, oh, I didn't like uh, Google him at all before we, uh, <laughs> before we got married or anything like that, right? I was thinking a little bit, I was like, well, if you didn't Google it, the whole thing at all, obviously you don't realize how big of a fucking deal that he's like a goddamn prince. Like, you know what I mean? So I, I was thinking like, I mean, you know, they probably saw her as like, oh, this American chick that like doesn't even understand uh, the the British traditions, right? You know, to be proper, 
right? So, uh, you know, to me, it's like, I'm sure there was like a little bit on both sides of misunderstandings of expectations, right? But the fucked up I can. Thing- I, I will agree with you on that, but... Yeah, from the stories that they've said about how she was treated. You're right. Yeah, yeah exactly. Not That's only funny. the family, but the press as well. You know, I don't blame them for getting the fuck out of there. I would yeah, have done the no, same thing, sure, dude. Man. If I was Harry, I'd have done the same damn thing. Well, if you have a psycho family, you know, you get the fuck away from them, right? Yeah. <laughs> So that's yeah. pretty much. That's pretty you much. You get to pick your friends, not your family. You get to pick your friends. You know. I see uh, Callie Smooth inside the. Uh, uh, ah, that brings I, a smile to my right? face. Hell yeah, nice. man! All right, so I'm gonna let go ahead and let him in. What's up, Kelly Smooth? How you doing, brother? Can you hear me okay? Yo, yo, yo. Oh, there he is. Shit. Oh, look <laughs> at what he's got up on the wall, too. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah, you ain't see me. No, man, that's nice. That's yeah, nice. Man. Shout out to Teacher, man. Hey, Hell yeah. What's up, bro? my man? Thanks for joining us today, man. Hell yeah, Just so man. You, those of you who are just listening, have, I appreciate y'all having me, man, for real. Dude, you know what? We got we to gotta bring it back for the audience just to recap. If you haven't checked out the previous episode from season one, man, Callie Smoove is one of our original guests that's been on this podcast, man. And, uh, you, you know, like I said, we always want to catch up with old friends who have been on the podcast before. And I actually met Callie Smoove through Teacher um, at one of his shows. And, you know, we've made some music. We've traveled some places, man. We have some good times, brother. And, uh, you know, uh, we're yeah, going to talk this is about all, I know, I know Cali Smooth all through, uh, you know, Virgo Entertainment, Virgo 21 that, Entertainment. That, that's real. Mr. Chris, my man Chris, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah 100%. Hell yeah, man. Dude, it's good to see your face, brother. You survived the pandemic, man, or I, at least I survived it so far, right? Yeah, man, it's been going, it's been going, you know, it's been going. <laughs> Dude, yeah. what was that like for you? What was it like for you? Man, um... A year ago today, okay? Boom. What's going on? It was definitely um, a wake up and like some self-realization. It was like, uh, it was much needed. Uh, now, granted, this is, you're just, you just asked me about me. I would trade all of this for those people's lives, but. Hey, man, yeah, um, yeah, I understand yeah, that. 100%. We get you on that. But I definitely utilized the time. I had definitely utilized the time I had at home. Um, I connected with a lot of family. I got a lot more into health. Um, I got I got to sit out and finish a few projects that I was had on the back burner. I launched my ATM business. I got to do a lot of things that I put on the back burner because I have shows so frequently and I have studio sessions and a lot of things that I you know stuff busy, that I do. Busy man. So like yeah, so it was like I got to you know just finish some things that I that I. Um, planned on doing like you know a lot of just side stuff and and personal stuff family stuff you know well yeah hell yeah first of all man i want to kind of talk to you about your album heartbreak kid man okay because that that was it was a little bit ago but um and and like i said we haven't caught up since then and uh i know you have newer projects on upcoming right you have another yeah man i got an album about to drop man the compilation with me and tay walker 
so dope, yo. Nice. Man, look, I'm not going to, like, like, it sounds crazy me saying it like that, but, like, it's better than any other body of work I've ever put out, and it's definitely in the top five of the projects I've ever listened to as far as EPs. It's, it's a concept project. Every song is, um, mm. every song has a certain concept. It's called The Abstract Mind. Um, there's a song about homeless, homelessness. We tackle uh, abuse. We tackle addiction, insecurities. And each song um, is done with a storyline. It's definitely not preachy. It's very tastefully done. I just can't wait for the world to get a load of it because I feel like it's much needed in today's world and today's hip-hop. You feel me? Hell yeah, man. Amen to that, man. Okay, nice, fresh, yeah. original work coming out. You know what I mean? Instead yeah, of somebody I'm so covering excited. Something. I'm so excited, man. I can't even tell you. Well, you know, people in the music industry, man, been hurting during the pandemic, right? They, no shows, basically. The traveling, man. No touring, dude. So I know a lot of people have been working just on studio stuff, man. And, you know, <clears throat> I kind of want to go back and talk a little bit about Heartbreak Kid because we didn't get to ca catch up with you when that came out, man. I mean, right, right. Um, you know, I, what, what inspired that album, man? Because I know you were going through a lot of stuff during that period of time, man. Um, um, you know, Heartbreak Kid... Um, I was going through a lot of stuff. It was a lot of different people in and out of my life. A lot of people pushing me in different directions. Um, I had a lot of people that had a hand in, in, in funding different things and pushing different projects. So I had to take, I had to take critique on, um, on music direction and stuff. So Harvard Kid was, like 50 songs and I was like you know what these are the ones that I like and that I identify with and that I want to put together and I took my songs ran with them I dropped that album independently you know just right there on CD baby and um it, it, it was it was a party album it was uh, oh, yeah. it was just it was like um when Snoop Dogg left Death Road or something or like yeah, it was yeah, like, yeah, when, went like to, um, when he went to no limit, know, it man. Just like, it was like one of those, like, just like, nigga, I'm out here. I'm doing this shit. I'm pushing this shit. Like, I'm going to have a party while I'm fucking doing it. You know, I, I had a Spanish record on there. Like, Mamacita, if, right? Like, yeah, you know what I mean? Then I had full on conscious records on there. Then I had, you know, I think I'm Snoop Dogg. You know what I had? I, I just, I just spoke my mind. It was me cutting the strings. It was, it was a heartbreak here, you know? Hell yeah. Well, well, let me ask you, man. I mean, um, what is it called? Uh, one of the songs on there was The Brightest Star, man, you know, because I know you went through a, a, a lot of stuff, man. And I want to just, you know, give you my condolences and everything that you went through, man. And, uh, you, you know, I want to let you know that I'm proud of you for basically putting something like that, you know, that's so personal out there on an album, man. So, uh, uh, you know, big ups to you, brother. Thanks. Hell yeah, Dude, man. anytime you share stuff like that, you know, you, gotta, you can't imagine how many other people out there that are dealing with, you know, maybe not the same thing, but kind of similar. And, uh, you know, when they hear that someone else is going through that and, and powering through it, you know, gives them some good vibes also. Yeah. And you know what's cool, man? Also, on the album, there's also the Sweden Tours track, man, because last time we were talking, man, it was like you just got back from Sweden, man, you know? And then you're yeah. on, on, the, on the episode, we were talking about, it's like, hey, man, it was such a crazy culture shock basically when you went over there you, you know a lot of times right so i just think it's like super cool man that i you know i really enjoy this album man 
and uh, uh, it, it was just super cool. So I can't wait for your new shit to drop, man, because I'm sure since then you've <clears> heard <throat> as an artist so much because you have all these business things going on too, man. You know, so. So hell yeah, yeah I can't wait for y'all to hear it, man. It's, it's super dope, man. It's definitely different. <laughs> Tell me, talk yeah. about some of the uh, the other business stuff you've been doing. What was uh, what was one thing you mentioned? ATM or what? What was that? Oh yeah, so I, I started an ATM business, um, just supplying uh, businesses with ATM machines. Um, you know, um, how the hell did you come up with that? I mean, what? Just, well, not, just, not just ATM machines, right, brother? You have you have a few things going on that uh, like uh, the vending machine business too, right, brother? Machines, yeah, it's the same business. Um, yeah. Just, but I slowed down on um, vending machines and I focused more on ATM machines because ATM machines just vend money, money, so it's only one product. You know, so it's a. Uh, That's what uh, everybody needs. Everybody needs yeah, that. Exactly, exactly. So I'm dropping a book called Keys to the ATM Machine. It's, uh, <laughs> it's going to be a tutorial based on how to get into business, how to um, drive into business, how to pitch a location, how to write a contract, how to uh, manage the bank account for an oh, ATM damn. machine. Um, you know, okay. it's going to be dope. Uh, it's going to be an ebook. With the e-book. Here I am I mean, asking you about it. You're like, dude, I got a book coming out about it, so you can just read about it. Yeah, I love yeah, that, yeah, man. You know, Hell yeah. That, you know, that's how it started. Like when I started, when I got my first location, I posted it because I was really happy, and I got a lot of feedback. But a lot of people. Oh uh, yeah, hey, right there. that's dope. There's you, bro. Uh, <laughs> a lot of people. Uh, a lot of people uh, hit me up asking how how that came about, what I did. And I literally had to explain it like 20 times, like literally like a 30 <laughs> oh, minute. Oh, dude, yeah, you just, you just hit copy and paste, man, and just do that whole paragraph again well, and also, again, right? Change the name. Also, man. <laughs> so I wrote, yeah, I wrote the book. I was just like, you know what? I'm going to just, I broke it down into five chapters, you know, just, and by the time you finish the book, you have every knowledge of the ATM game. You know what I mean? Oh, hell yeah, man. So, so let me ask you, man. It's, you know, it's, it's so cool because I know you've always been, you know, entrepreneurial minded, man. And, you know, you always want to have multiple uh, streams of income. You got your rap career, you got your ATM business, man. You got your clothing lines and things like that too, you know? Well, dude, so, if you're going to live in California, you got to kind of have a few things going on. Yeah, it's crazy well, hell, out here. Hell yeah, man. So I, I'm just saying like, you know, people are looking up to you and saying like, hey man, like, you know, Kelly Smooth, how do I get, how, how do I like, start up my own business too you know what i'm saying so that's super cool that you're willing to share the knowledge man because i think a lot of people especially in los angeles the problem is that you know they 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 want to be a gatekeeper towards you for success a lot of times they're like all right you got to work for me and then this is how you do it so it's super cool i think that you're just willing to share that knowledge man with whoever's willing to listen man so big ups to that man thank you dog yeah definitely Definitely. I'll, you know what, man? I'll I'll, I'll tell between uh, just the audience, man. I'll get some texts from this dude, like asking me some random business questions sometimes. You know what I mean? And I'm always proud of this guy, man, because I'm like, dude, man, this guy's, you know, scheming. He's got he's he's like and work, dog. You know? I'll you know, be like, so yo, James, can I use my EIN number on the W nine? <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know Damn, what? I don't even know what the hell that is. <laughs> last last time, like last time we were talking, we were talking about like get, fixing your credit and property management. You know, right? On the Definitely. episode and everything like that, right? Both of so, those things, both of those things have advanced too, man. Both of it. Hey, hell yeah! You got you. Did you just roll backwards right now? 
He oh, says, you know I had to. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I like that, brother. You, you know, I like when things don't change. You, you know what I mean? I, we haven't you seen each other in a while, but hell yeah, man. Well, yeah, I would line up a sure. smoke along with you, man. Hell yeah, dude. Man, sparks up. I guess I'm going to be the grown-up here and, and, and not, <laughs> not partake. That's okay. <laughs> but anyways, man, um, I was just thinking, like, dude, since last time, uh, the last episode we had you on, brother, we, we actually hadn't even traveled together at that time yet, man. So That's crazy, yeah. I was thinking, like, dude, maybe we can, like... Oh, wait, like, where did you guys go? Brazil. <laughs> that was a life change. That was a life changing eye opening. I still talk about that like all the time. Like, well, where so in Brazil? Well, we went down uh, to Sao Paulo. Sao Paulo. Yeah, Sao oh, Paulo. Okay. And it was cool because, um, <clears throat> you know, I we we didn't have that. I didn't have that as much business to take care of. And then we were just gonna try to go uh, network down at the club scene and everything like that. You know, and you I didn't even to... tell me that it wasn't Spanish. It was Portuguese until I got there. Oh man, no, Cali, no, they don't, they don't understand. That's a no, big difference. Yeah, yeah, they talk about three times faster, and you can't even understand what the hell they're saying if you're trying to speak Spanish. There's no man, ola. you can't even understand. Like man, it's crazy. There's like it was cool, I, man. No disrespect to those Portuguese out there. That was oh no, uh, I made I made some good friends that that couldn't even speak. It. Bro, I be, I became friends with a butcher. That lived down the street, <laughs> and this man couldn't speak true. one lick of English. <laughs> you know, go, oh, go to the meat shop. And shop. you just point, right? You just point. No, I don't want that. <laughs> I don't even know how because I used to get so drunk when I was out here that I was I was having fun. But at the end of the night, I would go to this twenty-four hour meat shop. James knows, and I would just sit there <laughs> on the pet and talk to the butcher however i could like some people that knew english would be in there they would kind of translate but we would just laugh point to shit talk about the menu i was showing videos on instagram and he was a real good friend like one night i to be there man you, you know I, 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 like look true story, no, that's right enough to, that's enough to get some kind of communication going you know you don't need yeah. to actually have... yeah and i've done something night, similar like, to that one before. night we yeah. was like tipsy me and him was taking shots and like i was like man my hotel i'm telling him, like my hotel like so I typed it in like the goose. It was called something the goose, like the the rubber goose or some shit. And he was like, "Fuck it, I'll walk." You. So he walks me to the hotel, right? I knock on James's door like three a.m. and he opens the door, and it's me and the butcher, and it's me and the butcher from the shop. And James is like, "What the fuck?" And the butcher was like, "Yeah, I walked home, but he can't speak English, so he's like body language, like telling, telling James like." Ugh. <laughs> and then, look, the next day, James somehow understood him, too. I swear to God. Like, he was more so, James was like, yeah, the butcher said, that you, that you, got tipsy, you got a little tipsy and you had to walk your home. I was like, the butcher told you that? He don't speak English. That shit was a funny trip. Man. You know what, man? I, you know, it's just, to me, it's just really interesting, brother, because, like, uh, uh, you know, as a person, I know you've grown so much as an artist, too, since, since that trip man and i really do believe it was life-changing trip actually one thing i know for sure it was life-changing for you brother is uh i gotta show you this picture right here bam right here brazilian oh, barbecue right changing life changing <laughs> <laughs> see that picture at all teach yo what's that you see that picture at all 
Yes, I did. Okay, okay, okay. I just have tell me, tell me about barbecue. That looks like some good food. Have you had Brazilian barbecue? No. Oh man, <laughs> I hadn't either until I was. And then look, the fucked up part about it is I had it in Brazil for the first time. So my 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 standard. You know, when I came back to LA, it was like, ah, but it was still better than everything else. Yeah, man. You know, well, here's the thing, man. Okay, so Brazilian barbecue, if you haven't had it, man, they literally bring out the meat to you on a sword, man. Okay. And then they, they basically say, hey, would you like a slice of this? And then they'll give you a little thing, and then you basically pick it from the sword onto your plate. And you have a basically a a little thing that is on top is green if you want meat and you flip it over and it's red if you don't want meat. And the cool thing is, I mean, it's all you can eat and they just- Oh, we went out. to a place like that in Vegas, right? Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So you have had Brazilian barbecue. Yeah, yeah, Fogo de Show, basically. That's what yes. they call the chow. Yes. Oh, <laughs> well, and, the, uh, yeah, when he's bringing around the little, the, the, the color, you know, coating and everything that, yeah, that they're reminding me, that was insane. Here's the picture. Yeah, it was uh, so good. The after I, I rarely, uh, yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Great for a nap. Oh, wow. He still ah. got that. Stop <laughs> posing. Oh, yeah, man. So, that, that, you know, that, that was a good, good was time. Was I posing in that picture? Or was I no, serious? no, that was for real. You dog. look serious, bro. <laughs> that don't look like no posing to me. That looked like some serious, like, oh. Yo, no, oh. look, true story, true story on some real shit. We was, we was, we was. I was so like baffled by the whole experience. Like he pulled the chair out for me, pushed it under me when I sat down. It was just a whole crazy experience. So I'm eating, right? And then I'm like letting it digest. And James is like, oh, are you ready to go? I was like, no, nah, bro, I still had a couple rounds. So I get up, I'm still eating. James is sitting there. Then he's like, hey man, I'm gonna just meet you at the hotel. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, James, like how often? Look, real shit. I was like, James, how often are you in Brazil? And in Brazil, like, just enjoy. He was like, you know what? You're right. I'll go get another plate too, and we stay for like thirty more minutes. <laughs> oh. Wait, what? What about the hot peppers, bro? Because right here, I got. No, so we're eating fun, all kinds man. of different stuff, man. Like chicken hearts and and all kinds of weird shit, right? Oh, the chicken hearts, man. That's so organy. I don't think I've ever had a chicken heart. Well, you know what was that of, like? Um, it was different. <laughs> <laughs> Um, they put them on a uh you know they put all the chicken hearts like on a fucking sword as well too man so like it kind of looks like here let me pull up a picture for for the audience that's uh that's watching right here man oh, you got a shish kebab of chicken hearts yeah. <laughs> i'm sure our vegans are probably going <laughs> oh yeah they're dying <laughs> you know i mean it's just oh like yeah that, you man. can definitely tell their hearts <laughs> wow they kind of Ooh. have like the texture of like a little squid or something, man. So, uh, oh, okay. I was yeah, just gonna ask like what the consistency of it was like. What it was tastes it? like liver a little bit. Yeah, I was just gonna yeah, say yeah, it looks yeah. like it could taste like liver, and that's very, very organy. Hell yeah, yeah man. Yeah, dude, man. Yeah. So, so and you know another reason why I always want to bring on Cali Smooth, man, is because this dude like does a lot for the community, man. I mean, obviously you're doing your ATM business, man, but you know. You also go out to uh, high schools, man, and then you've been talking to, like, you, you know, the kids and stuff like that, man. And I always appreciated you doing that, man. That's super cool of you, man. So, Man, thank you, man. Yeah, it's been – um, it's definitely been growing um, because of COVID. You know, we had 
slowed down a little bit, you know, but um, it's been picking up, uh, got some stuff lined up, you know, so we're, we're trying to build on it. Um, I don't have anything locked in in that, in that field right now because of Well, dude, you can't because of the freaking COVID. Yeah, yeah, all the schools are shut <laughs> yeah. down, not even – yeah, dude, yeah and I did my chapstarty. My hundred, I do like a hundred slices of pizza. Um, and and the uh, we give away like hundred slices to different cities. It's called the hundred slice oh, challenge. Wow. We do that in in November. We did it in like two cities, and um, um, it got a little like the volunteers, and I didn't want to put people at risk because we're dealing with homeless people, and so we kind of fell back on that. But um, it it went good for the first two days this year. Um. But I'm, you know, that doesn't stop anything. You know, it just kind of slows things down in that field. But um, yep. it's definitely <clears throat> something that we're going to build on. Hey, you know what? It was cool that you also work with uh, Stupid Young, man. How, 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 how is that? I mean, how is he in person? Is he a cool dude? Super cool cat, man. I love Stupid Young. Hell yeah, man. Stupid Young mm. is this, uh, um, uh, he's from Long Pretty Beach. cool to be able to call yourself Stupid Young. Is that secure with himself? <laughs> I, I like that. Well, yeah, he's like this uh, 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 Cambodian rapper from Long Beach, man, and he's Asian, dude. So, I, you know, I always want to give a shout out to the Asian brothers, man, that, uh, um, you know, are killing them the game. Man. I really got love for Stupid Young, man. He's uh, he's pushing some cool shit. He came to the high school with me that he went to. Um, I don't even know Stupid Young. Um, I showed you his music. <clears throat> I told you I was a fan of his. Um I, I was doing a, a assembly at his high school that he went to. I reached out to him. Oh, you didn't? Uh, that's crazy, man. I thought like I thought you guys got maybe knew each other from the battle rap world, but basically, nope. re- that's sick, nope. man. That's I sick, reached man. out to him. I told him, "Yo, I'm going to your high school. Do you want?" He was more than happy to do it, and he came through for free. Came through, got on stage. He couldn't do a song because all of his music is kind of different, you know, but. Uh, <laughs> But, uh, hey, I'm a big fan of uh, uh, you know Mando and then Cuzwalk, man. Those are those yeah. are like uh, sick ass songs, man. And like I said, I, I gotta drop that footage. Actually, I'm gonna drop that shit soon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hell yeah, street. man. Yeah, so uh, go to Cali Smooth's page to uh, check it out, man. So hell yeah, man. So, anyways, man. So so now that we kind of got past all the stuff you've been working on, brother, let let's you know let's kind of have our smoke sesh, man, and uh, you know. How's life been, man? I mean, like, uh, you know, aside from that, man, I know you've been working, man, but, like, what you been doing to relax, man? Um, Shit, man, just enjoying life, man. Just I've just been grinding my ass off, just taking one step in front of the next, man, just staying low-key, just trying to stay out the way. Um, um, I cut out alcohol completely. Um, Interesting, man. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. Um, Definitely doubled up on the weed. <laughs> hey, man, uh, that's a medicine, bro. You know, you know yeah. what I mean? It's like, but uh, yeah, I've just been a lot more clear headed, a lot more focused, a lot more driven, um, expanding in a lot more different fields and a lot more different ways from real estate, just messing with the property management. Um, what about acting, bro? I remember acting, you always enjoy yeah, acting. I have audition later on today for sure. Have you, have you done any, uh, uh, done any acting? I mean, in the past, uh, year or so or anything like that yeah so i worked on this film called um i don't think i can say it but i worked on this film um but yeah they they dropped a trailer actually they dropped a trailer a a sneak trailer on twitter but um it's starring hollow to don 
They got um, um, Emerson Kennedy's in it, uh, Ace Amin. It's a lot of dope rappers that are in it. And uh, I played like a a crooked, not a crooked, but kind of like a, a new age record exec that was like kind of pushing the agenda of like corny hip hop, you know? So like my character, yeah. My character had like some sneaky ways about itself. It was dope, man. I can't wait to, uh, it was really fun embodying that. Um, I can't wait until it comes out. Um, it should be coming out on Amazon Prime. Oh, yeah, man. And, you know, yeah. I remember back in the day, too, man. You know, one of the things that we, I really enjoyed when uh, we went down to Brazil and we got to travel together, brother, is you tell me. Excuse me a second, guys. Uh, Lucy just hopped up in my lap. She's in the garage. I'll be right back. Fucking cat. <laughs> But anyways, brother, one of the things I really enjoyed, man, is uh, your jokes, bro. You know, I went one time went to a roast battle uh, after you invited me. You know what I mean? It was like part freestyle and part basically like clowning fools, man. You, you know what I mean? And uh, I'm just wondering, have you uh, uh, done any of that recently, man? I mean, or is it just the freestyle um, battle rap? You know what? I haven't tapped back into the comedy. But like, I, I wrote a brutal, whole stand-up man. thing, though. Those guys are brutal, man. I mean, I, I'll tell you right now. I remember going to that show, and then, like, people are just, like, getting each other's faces and then, like, talking about their clothes and talking about, like, their mama, dude. Like, right? What are you right talking about? I'm talking sorry, about just... battle rap. Uh, battle oh, rap. dude. And oh, also... No, 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 no. I'll never forget. When I, when I was watching Callie, oh, what was the guy that you were um, battling against? I forget, man, but just... Well, disaster, this dude was man. just ripping his ass apart. And Callie was just standing there, just taking it, you know, just like, okay, all right, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and the dude was just relentless, just going to town on him. And I'm thinking to myself, damn, dude, are these guys going to come to blows at some point? Because, like, oh, and then he just said this shit, oh, my God. <laughs> but, but then it was Callie's turn. <laughs> It's God. always my turn. Look, it's like, they can do it with this smiling because I'm like, you can do all that. Uh, as as your time is up. I still oh, have to laugh, bro. Dude, within <laughs> within about, I don't know, 15 seconds tops or whatever, you had guys doing that old face like, oh, <laughs> oh man. I just, see, I'm too old to remember what the hell they were all saying and everything, but I, I will never forget just the reactions. You know, and that dude was just standing there like, all right, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, that's a good, okay, oh, oh shit, man, yeah, yeah man, like, ah, oh, damn, man, <laughs> shit. <laughs> so what, so you just dropped some stuff? That is some entertaining stuff right there, man. I, I can't, I gotta admit it, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, man, I mean, no, I was just saying. I don't care how old you are, you know, watching remember two what... guys just tear each other apart, but in, in, a, in just a literary um, masterpiece, you know? And then the other one just coming back and just slamming the hell out of them, you know. Yeah. That's uh, that's some cool stuff right there, man. I enjoyed know, the hell out of that. Teach, remember when we were at the comedy store watching uh, Callie's Battle Raps too? That's like, like I said, it's kind of an interesting scene because at the comedy store, it was more, I don't know, for some reason for me, it felt like more like kind of like stand-up comedy but these battle raps man it's more like raw it's underground you know what i mean so there's like yeah it's like different types of styles that cali does man and like i said i, I well dude they do research on each other you know what i mean <laughs> yeah they'll pick out shit like they're talking about you know 
his car wreck and shit. And I'm sitting here going, fuck, man, they're getting personal, yo. Like, oh, <laughs> god damn. Yeah, yeah. Like, they do you their, they do their like, homework, that, that man. They, something they, I had to um, establish early was thick skin. I had to, um, I had, and then I had to draw a line on things that I'm going to talk about. Because there's been things that I've said that I had to look back like, I wouldn't say that now. You know, that I had to grow past, like, wait a minute. Okay, he's from that city. But I just said that that city is this and that, and you know what I mean? Like, that doesn't have anything to do with him, you know what I mean? And looking back <laughs> at my career, like, okay, maybe I might have went a little overboard right there, right there, and right there, you know what I mean? And, oh, dude, um, yeah. Yeah. Hindsight is always 20, 20. Like, It's such a more mature vibe. Like, I, I get out a whole, I give out a whole different mess. I say what I want now, you know what I mean? Like, it's um, less about me beating my opponent and more about me beating my last performance. And, and making the people that support ah, me. There you go. That's thinking like an artist right there. Yeah, oh, yeah man. Definitely. Always trying to do better than your last performance, you know? <clears throat> that's uh, that's a true artist. That's hot. Hell yeah, man. Well, l- let me ask you, man. I mean, um, you know, h- how was it when we when you battled disaster, man? Because on the podcast, we never... Re- was that like a pivotal moment in your career, dude? It was, man. It was, um, it was definitely... Uh, it definitely transitioned me into... Uh, Everybody kind of knew who I was, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. As far as, like, the, the battle scene. Okay, you watch Battle Rap, like, oh, yeah, I've seen that battle with disaster, you know? Like, oh, yeah, people, like it was no more, um, it was no more, uh, oh, you watch Battle Rap? Have you heard of Cali Smooth? You know what I mean? It was, it was right, just like, right. you know, it was like, oh, yeah, Cali Smooth, that battle, yeah, the nigga that beat this, like, you know what I mean? <laughs> Like, that's how it was. Like, a lot of people was walking around like, yo, you beat disaster. You beat disaster. Like, and it was a big deal for, like, a lot of people. Like, it was a big deal for me, um, for people to feel that way and, like, show me that support. I was I was more than happy. Shout out to disaster for taking the battle because he definitely didn't have to. Um, he definitely gave me an opportunity. And it, it helped me out a lot. Oh yeah, man, dude! I'm so happy for you, man. And uh, thank you. So let me ask you, man. I mean, um, you know, w- what's gonna happen once shit starts opening up for you, brother? I mean, are you planning to like travel? Like, what what do you feel like doing? You, you know, I mean, like, are you well, planning to get the I'm vaccine? I'm going to Atlanta next month. I got a show in Atlanta next month. I got a show in Atlanta. Nice. In, uh, Where? Where Vegas. in Atlanta? What are you doing in Atlanta? Where? I got a battle at a league called Gates of the Gardens. Um, on. April 25th, and on April 24th, I have a battle on a league called um, The Push in Las Vegas. And on um, April 28th, I believe the last week in April, I have a battle on Maui in Hawaii. Oh, oh damn, yeah, that's a nice way to end the tour. Hell yeah. Vegas, fun. Atlanta, Hawaii. Nice. Boom, 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 boom. Hell yeah, <laughs> man. <laughs> So, so you're not, you're not, I mean, let me ask you, man. So, I mean, you haven't really had, the, uh, you've been locking down pretty much until uh, these upcoming shows, right? You haven't uh, done any tour or anything like that, right? No, not since this has happened, no. Okay, okay. Oh, yeah, man. So I'm excited for you, man, because it's like, I think things are opening back up, man. Let me ask you, are you yeah. planning to get the vaccine, dude? I'm always asking everybody because uh, I'm just curious. You know what? Um, you don't know yet. <laughs> um, I'm definitely um, gonna. <clears throat> I don't want to influence anybody, but okay. um, 
Okay. What I will say is, um, you know, the same company that, you know, like, I got a bag full of vitamins. Like, all these kids, <laughs> every day I take that whole gang of vitamins. Hell yeah. All Hell of yeah. these motherfuckers, the FDA had to approve. So, if, um, if like, if I would trust a fucking Tylenol, the same company that approved the vaccine. So, but if, for those who don't trust the vaccine and stuff, like, you know, then you're going to probably have to cut out fucking Advil, too, my brother. Um, <laughs> well, let me tell you. Uh, let me tell you something, bro. I've already taken two shots, actually. Okay. Of, okay of the okay. vaccine. You know what I mean? And I'm, I'm I gonna, don't think that every, like, I don't think every, that, but, you know, well, shit. Well, let me I'm, tell I'm, you. Not, I'm not the end-all, be-all answer, mm-hmm. and I could be wrong, and I don't have all the answers, but in my personal um, thoughts, um, I don't think it's a plot to kill everybody. <laughs> yeah. Okay. No. We. I. I think we could all agree on that for sure, man. But let me tell you about my personal experience, and this is what I've been wanting to share with everybody because nobody can take your personal experience of the vaccine away from you. You, you know what I mean? Like all of my family who got it, <clears throat> they were all cool. They had some minor side effects: fever, small fever, or whatever. You know, they couldn't. Uh, you know, get out of bed for like a day. But goddamn, dude, it took me like two and a half, three days to recover from this bitch. After the second the, shot. After the second Pfizer shot. <clears throat> and then, um, goddamn, dude, the last eight hours. James is kind of a <laughs> In the last eight hours, man, I mean, that shit was so fucking painful, dude. I mean, to be honest, um, I felt like I was being fucking tortured, man. Like my lungs were on fire. I mean, um, the only way for me to stop getting my lungs on fire was I had to get in the hot shower to get the hot water on my chest so I can breathe in the steam. But basically, it's like I took an edible. I couldn't fall asleep. I fall asleep for an hour. You know, I smoke a little bit. I'm like, fuck, dude, I just need to make this pain go away. It wouldn't go away for like the last eight hours, man, was so fucking horrible. I felt like I was dying for sure. You know, so um, apparently you get the one shot vaccine of the Johnson and Johnson. You only needed one shot. And then, uh, you know, my boy, he took it and um, he, he was just sick for like a couple days. So it wasn't that bad. So again, this is just like everybody's reactions gonna be different. My 93 year old grandma got a shot and like literally she had no reactions on either shots, man. So, uh, you know, everybody's different, man. And I think- Gishigadi, um, Gishigadi um, said that his, uh, who's another uh, rapper, yep. he said that he's a family member, or I can't remember who he said, but he told a story on Clubhouse about somebody taking a shot and dying the next day. Uh, yeah, you know, there, was, there was a guy, there was a guy, he was like a 60-year-old dude. That uh, was the guy that, that I saw you battle rap, by the way. Yeah, yeah, I knew you were, I knew who you were talking about when you were telling. <laughs> I didn't want to, you know, I didn't want to embarrass anybody, I just wanted to keep it, you know, keep yeah. it real. <laughs> Anyway, go ahead, James. No, I'm saying that the, uh, okay, so check this out. On January 28th, um, you know, right here, x-ray technologist dies after receiving second dose of vaccine. I mean, this is, this is, this is facts, man. I mean, it's not, this is not, uh, you know, it's it's not made up fake news, man. So, I mean, this should happen, but they're, they don't know exactly like what happened, but I'm just saying, look, check this out. The 60-year-old rad tech leader started experiencing trouble breathing and an upset stomach. Damn, I had extreme nausea, man. Okay, it was like crazy nausea. 
and uh, he came up false for COVID, but basically he was later induced into a coma. I mean, I didn't, I didn't feel like I needed to be in a coma, man, but God damn, dude, like I had extreme nausea and that's why I had to keep on smoking, man. <laughs> Cause you know, you know, smoking for might have made it worse, dude. Well, shit, you know, it was making it better, man. Okay. It was making it better because like, wow. it, it was, you no, know, it may have been what triggered it though. Sometimes, mm. you know, if you're taking that, that big of a, of a vaccine with all that kick to it, and then you smoke on top of that. My question is, do you think this is going to be a mandatory thing? Uh, I mean, I don't think they can like, no, they can't, it can't they, be a mandatory. They literally they cannot can't make, make it. you take yeah. a jab. Now, if what about, what about travel, like to go to another country? Yeah, that, no, that, that's they, a, that's a different that. thing. That's a different yeah, they thing. They might that. not let you in until yeah. you have shown proof that you have a vaccine. That's a different story, you know what I mean? But within yeah. your own country, I don't think that um, they can do that, man. Hey, uh, before we get off the topic, man, you talk about Clubhouse, bro. I, I want to talk about that <laughs> real quick, man, okay? Because uh, uh, if, if teach, you know what Clubhouse is? Yeah, I mean, the, the, the music? No. <laughs> no, not the music. <laughs> yes. Okay. So basically, no, no. It's, it's actually really interesting because there's this app called Clubhouse, okay? And then I, I've been thinking about um, <clears throat> in, in, including it into our show as well, too. It's basically uh, very exclusive at this moment. You need, like, an invitation to uh, get this app from a person who is already on this app already. So <clears throat> right now it's mainly like uh, a lot of celebrities, you know, a lot of uh, influencers. Like my I've boy actually, uh, I've actually done a lot of good networking on Clubhouse. I'm not. Yeah, gonna lie. I've ran into a lot of BS. Of is course. it another fucking media platform? It is, but the point yeah. is, like, basically, what it is, no. it's like, <laughs> I'm not gonna do it. Well, I'm not. I know. I think I had to go check it out just so you know, just so we can keep current, basically, right? But the main sure. thing is that, uh, you know, you go in and you know you have all your followers, and then you can basically set up uh, these scheduled clubhouse meetings, like for for example, look, like, look, right, look. But the thing about it is, look, I'm about to change our life right now. Oh yeah, this this could be. <laughs> Uh, a joke clubhouse meeting and nobody else will be invited to the stage but me you and teach yep. so it would be us and it would be a whole bunch of people on clubhouse you don't have to change anything on your podcast you would just open up another app and have a whole new following and everybody that follows me on clubhouse would jump up in the room because they would get a notification that i'm being interviewed yeah so I, everybody yeah. would listen live or you can just invite them on you can like you can let people raise their hand and ask a question like yeah, like, you know what I mean. But or you oh can just continue, continue. If we could do exactly what we're doing right now, and we could not acknowledge Clubhouse, but I if one of us had a open, room. I just yeah. started a room right now. Basically, the cool thing about it is that you can actually take callers. Can I possibly feel any more like a fucking caveman than I do right now. I don't know. <laughs> See, like the random people already joined the room. Like they may, they may just like eavesdrop in, checking out Paint the Town podcast. What's up? Welcome, DJ. So they can actually ask questions. And they can actually, they can actually like talk to people, you know what I mean? So it's just like a new way of a new social media app. The crazy thing is it's actually valued at like a billion dollars, right, Kelly? Something like yeah, that. Yeah, it's valued at like a billion dollars. So that's cool, you know. What I think is like, like Kelly said, that we can just open up an app and then basically attract a whole entire new audience. And actually we can take callers from this particular app. I'll tell you too. what, you can I'll tell you about that. <laughs> you do that. You get you or Brit or you know whoever else 
And um, <laughs> because, yeah. I, now I just, no, look, eventually Clubhouse is going to be paying people to provide content. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm telling you, eventually it's going to be like, Ooh, you know what I'm like, going to oh, I have a podcast. I have a podcast. Tune in every Saturday on Clubhouse. Like, I'm right. tell, like it's going to open up to the public eventually. And it's going to be exclusive and non-exclusive people on there. And then it's going to be people that are only going to be able to listen. And only and pe- like, man, they're like, I don't want to talk about the people that I met on there because, like, I don't know, like, how people feel about that. But I've been in some small groups. Like, I met a dude who was in a group with Lupe Fiasco. And he was, oh, like, yeah. in the group with, like, Lupe Fiasco and, like, seven other people. And that was, like, his favorite rapper growing up. Like, I met Royster 5'9 on there for the first time. Oh, like, shit. That's like, dude, I'm... it was me, Royster 5'9, and, like, four other rappers, bro, in a fucking clubhouse room talking to each other. And we're talking about fucking video games and shit. And, like, I'm like, <laughs> dude, like, bro, I met Kid Capri. Like, I'm talking about met, like, introduced myself. Like, it was, you know, I just had some cool experiences. Like, met a lot of dope battle rappers. Talk, um, I linked up, backed up with a lot of people that I haven't seen in the industry in a while because of this pandemic. So it's been like, I'll jump in a room and I'll see somebody who I haven't seen in since, you know, since the last show, you know, and then it's just cool to update with uh, certain people right now, at least for me, you yeah, know, I'm, sell- right I'm selling, I'm selling, I feel like I'm selling this app too hard and I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> like we're doing right now, man, you know, that's, that's the thing, man. I think that one of the cool things about this pandemic, brother, is that, you know, everybody kind of got the time to like work on their own thing, man. And just like focus on priorities and, uh, ch- change up. Like, you know, I mean, anything that was, uh, bad in their life, man, especially musicians. I felt like it's like a nice little break. Um, you know, I wanted to, I wanted to bring up something else here too. You're talking about this clubhouse thing, which is yeah. new. Um, what about the NFT thing, the non fungible <clears throat> yeah. um, tokens? Kelly, you, you know about this at all? <laughs> no, I don't. Okay, so what? Basically, basically, oh, is the old man teaching me young motherfucker something? <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> okay, so basically, we're actually gonna have uh, uh well, we're gonna go on. James Jake showed this to me, so <laughs> yeah, we're, we're the gonna, young guy showed the old guy, and the old guy showed the younger. We're, guy. we're actually gonna go on uh, Jake Coburn's show, and then he's probably gonna explain it to us. But I'll kind of give it a brief explanation, real quick. Basically. Uh, I'm going to use this story first, okay? Um, there's this, there's this uh, you know, since we're on the topic street art, there's this piece by Banksy called Morons, basically. And if you look on the screen right now, uh, this is the piece right here. So these group of uh, crypto artists, they actually bought the original piece by Banksy, and then they created what is like a digital token of, you know, this image, okay? And then they burned the original piece the physical piece okay so so they own the digital token to this piece but basically this piece is now not in its physical form anymore and it's destroyed and it's destroyed so you now own the rights to the piece i don't know if i'm explaining it at all but you can basically kind of like no you don't own the rights to the piece the artist still owns the rights to the piece um you own that uh that video that's it you own the video. Mm. Well, I, I was I was under the impression that this NFT basically means it's like a deed to your house. You know what I mean? So it yeah, actually you own the deed to that. You own the deed to that video, basically. 
Okay. I, I thought it actually represents, it's like when you own the deed to the house, you act, it actually owned the physical work too. So the thing is, the thing is, well, man, yeah. And the only physical work that's left of that piece right now is the video of it because it's burned. Yeah. 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 So the thing is also Kelly that I wanted to kind of tell you about is because people are using this NFT method. There's this DJ called Blau that he uh, created these online NFTs basically, and actually was able to raise $11.7 million dollars for his upcoming album, man, you know, and wow. you know, yeah. Okay, so you gotta blow the fuck up. So you uh, need to just, get on this. You know just, what I mean? I'm just saying, just as a personal opinion, this guy's music is definitely not worth as much money, man. So the fact that he, <laughs> yours is <laughs> the fact that he was able to friend. raise this much money, man, it, it was it's pretty cool, man. So, uh, but look um, into it. Look get into Chris it, man. To look into it, man. Get NFTs. Chris to look into this for you. <laughs> Well, hey, brother, you know what, man? It's been awesome talking to you, man. I know you, uh, you got a busy schedule, bro, so I don't want to keep you for too long, man. But, uh, you know, no, I, I, man, would... I really appreciate you guys inviting me, bro. And I want to see y'all, man, when all this COVID stuff is. Whenever, you know, definitely got to go grab some Korean barbecue. You know, you showed me that, too. <laughs> you know, you I mean, showed me that, too. I would show you all the foodies and shit. But you know what? Here's the thing, man. If you can make it, brother, and I want to invite the audience right now, too. Uh, on St. Patrick's Day, man, we're gonna basically have a little event on Melrose to get bring a... up the flyer. Yeah. Uh, oh, I'm... word. I live on Check Melrose. Check out this flyer, yo. Okay. What? Uh... Melrose is not what? approximately where on Melrose? Like what cross street? Um. Arlington. Approximately, you don't gotta. <laughs> well, here, here. Let me let me bring up the flyer real quick. Uh... We're basically going to be down by the school, by the Fairfax School. You know what I mean? That, okay. that park across the street, yeah, right next yeah. to where I had my show. Right where, right yeah, where you came. Yeah, familiar. Yeah, you know, he knows exactly where it is. Yeah, right. exactly. Uh, and then we're going to be giving away some spray paint, man, because, you know, we started our own line of spray paint, brother. And, uh, oh, that's exciting. Yeah, let me, let me just show you the picture, man. Shit. It's, it's called... Oh, so you're showing me like my chance. Oh, yeah. Teach can... You can bring it up. It's good to see your face, brother. Seriously, oh. man. Check that out, Cal. Oh, I remember you telling me about that. <laughs> so you just go and then you turn it upside down and it's OG. That's so fire. Hey, bro. And, and like I said, sign. we're going to be getting some, uh, there's some keychains going on. There might be some shirts, man. And uh, uh, no green beer for Cali, but, uh, you, you know, like, I'm going to like that, man. So uh, in the future, you might, might try to get you an OG chain, dude. All right? Man, facts. We got to get it popping, man. We're going we to turn it to the next level. Hell yeah, man. So I'll, I'll, sh I'll holler at you the, uh, the invite, man. But if you can make it, make it. All right? For sure. Hold on. I want to show y'all something real quick. All right. I want to show y'all something. Uh, let me start the car. See me? <laughs> <laughs> is that the, the roof or the ceiling in your car yes sir you did. Oh, dude shit. that's awesome he's got the dancing lights they spin it they spin in laser <laughs> lights on the so... ceiling of your car <laughs> that's nice oh yeah man that's uh his it's boy his voice activated watch this watch this what ah uh... shut the fuck up <laughs> When you got the when you got the beats bumping, man, that that's uh that that shit spins basically, right? 
That's crazy. That's just tight, That's just tight right? Oh yeah, That's man. That's badass, man. Oh yeah, man. <laughs> you know that come in handy when you be rolling and shit, dude. You know. <laughs> They see me rolling. When a female get in the car, she'd be like, what is going on in here? Yeah. Full-on party. Hell yeah, man. So, hey, man, I'm going to put one of your tracks at the uh, the end of this, um, one of your new tracks, man. So which one would you like to uh, me to put on, dude? Um, Mamacita? Mamacita. Yeah. Hey, yes. Like a, sir. All right, sounds good. So we're gonna we're gonna basically put that at the end of this uh this episode, man. But like I said, brother, it's so good to see your face, man. All right. Good I, to I, see I, y'all, man. He's take care of yourself, me. man. And like I said, I'll shoot you the flyer and if you can make it out on St. Patty's, man, I hope to see your see you, brother. Okay. Let's do it, man, for sure. Hell yeah, man. Take care, man. So uh Thanks again, Cali man. I'll see you soon, man. Hey, drop see your you soon, uh, brother. Drop your social, brother, so that people can follow you. At JP Cali Smooth with a V at the end, the one and only. Hell and on yeah. Twitter, I just made a new one, Cali Smooth, the number four, life. Hell yeah, man. Go ahead nice. and give him a follow. And uh, to the audience, follow us at PTTP Show. Uh, leave us a review on iTunes. Thank you, guys, for hanging out with us. Uh, love you guys. Take care and peace. Peace. Later, Cali. Papi chulo mamacita, chupa mi pita, que you be my mija You can call me Papi chulo, the Glock in the suit going dumb in the culo ay. Now she call me Papi chulo, banging in the culo, your boyfriend a puto ay. Now she call me Papi chulo, banging in the culo, your boyfriend a puto ay. Baby call me Papi chulo, baby call me Papi chulo Baby call me Papi chulo Baby call me Papi Chulo, ay. Baby call me Papi Chulo, ay. Baby call me Papi Chulo, ay. Baby call me Papi Chulo, dumb in the cool ay. Your boyfriend Hey, Vato, I'm El Chapo, give me the guapo. Quete, he want beef, show him the taco. Vamo no, I'm OT for the pesos. Keep it trill, I like all my deals with queso. Quesos, a titty shaped like a mango. Christian Louis, the bottom color tomato. Lay low, I'm Snoop Dogg in 94. Easy E glasses, a jerry curl, some shiny locks. Hola, como estas la mamacita? Chica, is you from LA or Puerto Rico? Colombiana, Dominican, and Mexicana. Veterana, come chill with a real baller, a top shotter. I showed up and made a call of friends, they ain't on the list But I told you I'ma get all of me and fly out in the pile in the skies Where I always be and niggas think they fitted this dickies under the penalty Anthony, baby, you popping up on my guest list Bet this, I'ma spend a million on my necklace Tetris, I connected us with a beach view on play trips I'ma learn every language you speak to Like, hola, como estas la mamacita? Like when I talk to you like that 
What about Kelly Small? Call me Papi Chulo, Mamacita. Chupa mi pita, can you be my mija? You can call me Papi Chulo, the Glock in the suit, going dumb in the culo. Ay. Now she call me Papi Chulo, banging in the culo, your boyfriend a puto. Ay. Now she call me Papi Chulo, banging in the culo, your boyfriend a puto. Ay. Baby call me Papi Chulo. 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 Ay. Baby call me Papi Chulo. Baby call me Papi Chulo. Baby call me Papi Chulo. Dumb in the culo, your boyfriend a puto. Chica, mija, uh, mamacita, you can be my señorita, uh, mamacita, you can be my chica, mija, uh, mamacita, you can be my señorita. Call me papi chulo, mamacita, chupa mi pita, can you be my mija? You can call me papi chulo, the Glock in the suit, going dumb in the culo. Now she call me papi chulo, banging in the culo, your boyfriend a puto. Now she call me papi chulo, banging in the culo, your boyfriend a puto.